Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Two and Beyond. Okay, so in this episode, um, you might notice the quality is a little bit worse because I cannot find my microphone anywhere. But um, for this, I am going to be telling. Well, so this is a bonus episode, and if you have been listening to the past episodes. The last bonus episode was about that I'm going to start doing a story podcast. And story podcasts are, I am super excited for because I just really, really, really like doing, I mean, writing and telling stories. Um, so... I had a little bit of a clip of what might have been a story, but I am not going to make that actually a story. Um, maybe not yet. Um, but right now I am going to be doing the story of a young boy. His name is Kyle Ash and he discovers many new things in the world he lives on. So this is um, a medieval style genre. It is, um, I, but also fantasy at the same time. It is a universe that is almost completely made up besides like elves, dragons, dwarves, goblins, those sorts of stuff. Um, but then otherwise, the main character is completely made up. Um, it is not be it might be based off of a little bit from of characters from different sort from different books um but it is mainly my story um none of it is like the exact it's like i this is basically what i'm trying to say is i made this up with my brother's help um so this is it one more quick thing, I did write this down in a book, so it you will hear the sound of pages flipping. The Battle of Arcana Prologue Out of the darkness rose a ghostly creature. He held a glowing blue lamp in one hand and in the other, nothing. It walked toward a tower in the distance, seeming to effortlessly float three inches above the ground. As it got to the tower, it said something very mysteriously to an orc. No one knew what he said exactly, but people have their guesses. So, they had a conversation for a little bit. And then the ghostly creature walked away. Chapter One. I woke inside of a cage. My arm was bruised and my head throbbed like crazy. I could not remember anything except my name. All of this set in the cage that I was in started to move upward. Slowly. 
Slowly, things returned to my mind: how my mom and dad fought to protect me from the demons. Oh, I miss them so much. They saved me from orcs and elves, and they well, they didn't only save me from demons, but also orcs. And that I had been captured. Okay, let's please pause here, um, so I can say something. This story is fake, of course. I mean, you know that. I mean, it's fantasy. Um, but none of it is true. And no, the St. Louis Arch does not teleport you to a different world. Oh, whoops. Um, that was a spoiler alert. Whoopsies. Or does it? My name is Kyle Ash. I whispered to myself. Then the cage dropped. Two years later. Just kidding. I immediately slammed against the bars. They snapped as if they were nothing. But as I looked at the bars, I realized they did not snap. They melted. As soon as I realized this, I leapt to the ground. I leapt out of the cage. Just before it crashed to the ground, I held out my hand to make sure I did not hit anything. Suddenly, out of my hand shot a fireball, the size of a pebble. But luckily, it did ignite a torch, which I took. I noticed a hallway on the back of the wall. As I walked towards it, I realized that there was light. I started running. I was finally free, and then, boom! Everything started to explode around me. It was hard to see. What? I had whispering voices around. Seemed like I had blacked out. I blacked out again. When I woke up, I was at a lava lake. Whoever had saved me had disappeared. And that's when the thirty-five demons came running at me. I turned to see twenty more on the other side of the lava lake. The only thing in between us was the lava lake and a pit. A piece of rock fell from the debris pile. I realized that this was my chance. I leapt. I landed on the rock just. Or the demons got where I had been a second ago. I saluted at them, and then I realized that this rock was two and a half feet long. That's when I fell. Turns out the pit 
was not just a pit. It was a massive pit. Yeah, that sounded weird. How can I explain this differently? Uh, okay, it took a very long time to fall. A very long time to fall. Somehow I survived the fall because... Oh, oh hi Zoe. I'm doing my book. Can you go in now, Zoe? Oh, sorry. Well, as I was saying, somehow I survived by landing in a pool of water. And, well, the water uh, was very, very cold. Like, almost felt like I was swimming through ice. I swam to a ledge. I watched the rock, I watched the rock plunge into the depths of the water, realizing that I would never be able to get up. So I looked for anything to use as light. I was looking up and I found something. Turns out I was going up. There was a ladder. Finally something useful, I thought in my mind. This world might not be never-ending drops. It might actually be safe here. Or maybe not. You see, as I was climbing, as I was climbing, I noticed there was something falling. When I looked down, I saw three demons coming up the ladder. I started to pick up the pace. Now, every time I went up wrong, I would kick it. The one I would kick the one I had, I had been on before. If I was lucky, when one of the demons would grab it, it would break and slow them down. The last demon had the hardest time getting up. I realized I could see light. The demons were on my tail. So I did what any sensible person would do. I jumped off the ladder and landed on the demon's face. I started to climb again all the way to land. I turned around. When I looked back where the demons had just been, they had started coming up again. So, there was a hatch right by it also. So I decided to close it. It locked all by itself. Then I realized I had outsmarted 35 demons. But I did not know my family. Who was that? Nash, I guess. But that's when I noticed a massive tree. It really stood out in all the bushes around it. And then I realized the tree was burning. A battle was raging. That's when I decided to stay. Chapter 3. I ran far, far away into a different forest. Inside the forest, I found an abandoned village. Well, that's what I thought found many things in the first house. found a bed, a cupboard, inside the cupboard, um, there was pots and pans and five emergency meals. Looks like people who lived here left, I murmured. Then I noticed something under the bed. A hatch? I pulled the bed aside. 
It was a lot lighter than I expected. I opened the hatch to see a ladder leading down. It led to into the middle a middle into the middle of a bunch of tunnels. There was a kitchen. There was some bread. Oh, well there was some bread that was a little stale but much but not much. There was five bowls of soup and it was tomato. Yum. There were signs above each tunnel. One said blacksmith, another said bakery. House and even training? What? I was about to go to the blacksmith when I smelled the tomato soup. I couldn't help to take a sip. After that, I drowned the bowl like it was nothing. Then I went to the blacksmith. I climbed up a ladder, pushed the stone trap door open, unlike last time, and went straight into the room. Well, well that's weird, I thought. Until I turned around, the trap door was gone. Oops, I did not mean to say that out loud, but no one's here, right? No, it's camouflaged, said a voice behind me. It was a boy about my age. His hair was blonde, his eyes were blue, and he wore a leather jacket and wolfskin pants. There was a bow strapped to his back, and the ears, they were pointed. Why are you staring at me? Wait, you're an elf? And you speak basic? Yes and yes. I am Aaron Hawk, the heir to the Elven Throne, son of Balak. And you are Kyle. Kyleash. Son of I don't know and I don't care. Well this is what this is my village. Then as fast as a hawk he fired an arrow that bounced off a tree. Miss, I say Nope, he says. The arrow had six bullseyes with the same arrow. Then the same arrow hits another tree. An apple fell from it, plopping into Aaron's outstretched hand. Okay, nice, I say. And then I asked for a sword. He throws me one. I grab it by the hilt and then ask for him to fire some arrows at me. And around. Okay. He fired three arrows straight at me, one above and one on either side. With one blow, I sliced the three in front. I draw my sword and pulled out four knives. That, that's when he shot four more arrows all around me. So I threw them. Two sliced the top and the other two sliced the rest. So, Aaron Hawk, if you're an elf, do you have any special powers? Well, of course I do. All of a sudden, he was in the air doing a triple backflip. Then he was on the ground. Wow, I say. Wait, I'm not done. Suddenly, he disappeared. Then I felt a tap on my shoulder. Turned to see nothing. Weird. When I turned back, he was there. What? I can turn invisible. He says. Chapter 4. Well, you should get some sleep, he said. What about you? I'll be there in a little bit. 
I walked to a small house. There was a table with two chairs and a bed. I laid down and thought about that Aaron kid. Why was that tree on fire? And why do I have the power of fire? Wait, did I cause the fire? I could do so much, right? Right before I fell asleep, I realized one more thing. I had a brother. And then, I was asleep. When I awoke, I remember everything from yesterday except one. The most important thing that I had. Finally, you're awake. I already made breakfast. It's eggs and bacon. You better eat it before it gets cold. Okay, I hope you like that um, part of the story. Um, so that it was the Battle of Arcana. Um, so that never was finished. Um, and that is not the end. You will probably be hearing more from it. But, um, so bonus episodes are story episodes. And I wrote this all myself. Um, just the storyline has a little bit help from my brother. We created this universe. Um, you will realize, um, most of the books I am going to read are books that I wrote and that are from this exact same world. So get ready because they're coming.